Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Great to have you with us. Welcome if you're visiting and hope already that uh, the Spirit of the Lord has touched your life and that's what it's all about. That's why we're here. Amen. How many were here the other night? Uh, I think two Sunday nights ago I preached uh, a message. Okay. Um, I want to start out of Ephesians 5.8 today um, where it says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. And we've been focused on this now for, for many months, this whole uh, revelation of awake. Awake, you know, you were asleep, now awake. It's time to, to catch a hold of the revelation. And just to give you a, a mental picture, I organised these two lights the other night on stage. And, um, okay, here we are, yep, that's right. And the first one was God's plan for your life. And if I, if I turn that on, does that work? Oh, that's good. See, that full light, that's God's plan for your life, that your life would be something that would reflect and something that would, would bring clarity and, and would dispel darkness. You turn the light on and darkness disappears. That's the goal that God has for each and every one. But you know we don't start that way. That's not how our life begins and if I turn on this, the, the second light, you'll see that though it's the same light, it's, it's hindered, there's a shadow, there is darkness, there's patches that, that restrict the reflection of the light, the goal that Christ wants for us. And that represents the brokenness that is in all our lives. You know, at some point, something happened. We were created to naturally be this. But something happens in our life, whether it's that we're born with sin in our life or, or at some point something happens and it affects the rest of our life. Something happens that allows darkness to creep in. Something happens as a child or whatever that allows a shadow to cover the light. And of course, everything is then reflected through that brokenness. It affects our behaviour. Through that, through that shadow, through that event, through that tragedy, through that disappointment, through that unfulfilled expectation, whatever it was way back there as a, a child, from, from then on we live reflecting through that brokenness. Is that fair? whether that breeds fear or anxiety or insecurity or inferiority, we, we go through the rest of our lives shadowed by that darkness. Does that make sense? You know, I saw a special on uh, Andrew Agassi, I think. Um, that was a tennis player, wasn't it? Andrew Agassi, was that his name? Yeah. Um, was it? Andre. He changed his name. Okay. I'll go with Andre, Andre Agassi, um, and until Andrew was wrong. But, you know, did you, did you see that? Who saw that special on his life? Powerful, wasn't it? 
But I'll tell you the story. The thing was, he was like a legend in tennis. You've heard of him, yeah? Goodness me, I'm not that old, surely. <laughs> but he was a legend in tennis, and in this interview he said, I hate tennis. I hate it. I've hated it all my life. And the interviewer was like, well, why? Why, why did you continue to play and, you know, reach such greatness in that field? He said, well, I always wanted to please my dad. He said, my dad wanted, wanted me to be a great tennis player. My dad, you know, was sort of there every match and every time I'd win, dad would be so happy and dad would be... So whatever happened in his life that, that, that his, the, his dad's approval was so important, it affected the rest of his life. So he played a sport, even though he excelled, he played a sport that he actually hated, but he had to please his dad. You with me? Can you see how that shadow, that shadow can cause the rest of our life to change? And this is the great thing about knowing Jesus Christ. Because you can allow him to come in and work with you to, to heal that brokenness. You can ask him to come in and together... You know, we can get rid of this darkness. We can get rid of those shadows that distort the reflection of who we're meant to be. Allow him to do that. Work to us to clear that darkness. Hand over that part that's broken and, and it's no longer a weakness, but he makes it a strength. I think that's one of the major benefits of becoming a Christian. See, the, 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 world, the world is full of broken people. We're all broken at some point, at some measure. But very few get the opportunity to fix it. And so what happens is, you know, normally, and I see, I've seen that in my life through generations before I knew Christ, that that brokenness never gets healed that shadow is never taken away. We're always reflecting that darkness from generation to generation to generation. Repeat the same mistakes over and over again. But see, you have the light. You have the opportunity. If you know Christ, you have the responsibility to shine as bright as you possibly can. That's our journey. That's our challenge. Verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 5, it says this, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Just a small scripture. But it shows us three things I want to talk to you about this morning that you need to understand. It says in that passage of scripture again, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand Understand this. Get the revelation of this. It's so important. Understand what the Lord's will is. First, you've got to understand that it's a privilege we have. It's a privilege. Verse 15, 16 of that same chapter says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. 
Making the most of every opportunity, what does that mean? It means I can't allow it just to, to go on and on and on and on. I've got to do something about it. I can't allow my life to continually reflect that brokenness, that shadow, that darkness that will go on for generations. No, I'm going to fix that. I've got this opportunity to fix it. I can't waste that opportunity. And what a privilege it is to sit here today and have the Word of God impact our lives. What a privilege that is. People in our community, in our world, that only the only wisdom they ever get is, is maybe some celebrity on a television show. You know how flawed that is. We know this works. Jesus explained it in Matthew 15, 14. He said, leave them. They are blind guides. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. And it's such a privilege to have this wisdom at our fingertips. This wisdom for life. This wisdom for every area. You need an answer to any question. It's here, I'm telling you. And it's the right answer. It's the right answer. The problem, I think, is not that we don't know, is more that we don't apply what we know. See, if you're, in a, if you're a business person here today, then this is the, the most important meeting you'll have all week. If you're a parent here today, this is the most important opportunity you've got for, for training your children or weak, is under this word, is under this wisdom, is under this understanding and revelation. I've I got to tell you, the wisdom and the inspiration, the encouragement and the hope that you get out of this book, you can't get it anywhere else. Anything you hear out in the world that you think, man, that sounds pretty good, I'm telling you where it came from, here. It originated here. I've been to the, 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 you know, the sales seminars. I've been to the, you know, the speakers that, you know, that uh, motivate and do all that sort of stuff. I've said, they're just preaching the Bible. They just don't talk about Jesus. If it's any good, it's come from here. There's no question about that. And what a privilege we have every week to come and be inspired, to be challenged, to be lifted up. By something so powerful. Don't, don't ever take it for granted. I think the sad thing is that when you've been a Christian for a long time, you know, or you've grown up in church, we become very familiar with the power that is in this Word, with the wisdom and the revelation that is in the Word of God. And we can fall into the trap of, of taking it for granted and missing, missing the opportunities that are right there to destroy that darkness within and start to reflect light that has a purpose. Every chance you get together under this word, take it. Take it, take it. Secondly, you've got to understand your purpose in verse 17. Let's read that again. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand 
what the Lord's will is. Understand your purpose. Have you ever had the thought, you know, why did God choose me? Why did God call me? The Bible tells us that no man can come to God unless God call him. I've always thought about that, and I'm thinking, really, you couldn't find somebody better? I mean, you couldn't find somebody smarter? You couldn't, you know, why, why, why did you give me this incredible opportunity? I mean, 600,000 people, they say, is on, on the Gold Coast, and yet he chose you to be sitting here today. that blow your mind? Does me. The confidence I have is that I know he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. I don't know why he chose or called me, but I take heart in the fact that he doesn't make mistakes. He must see something that maybe I don't. But we're called according to to his purpose. Romans 8.28 tells us, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You are called today, if you're a believer in this house, you are called according to his purpose. He has a purpose for your life. Whether you see it or not doesn't matter. God obviously does. So the question we must ask ourselves is, what is my purpose? What's the purpose that you've called me for? You know, I I was talking to a friend this week, and he actually mentors and um, uh, life coaches a lot of uh, late teens, early 20s young men. And he asks them this question. He says, you know, what, what do you think your purpose is on this earth? And, and they honestly have no idea. And he said, well, have you ever been asked that question? And they said, well, no, no one's ever asked us that question, our purpose. What do you mean? What, what are you talking about? Not one of them had ever thought about it. Yet that very question shapes and moulds our very future. See, if we know know our purpose and we can shape and mould and position and equip our life to attain the goal, amen, to achieve the purpose. But if we don't think we've got a purpose, we We just ramble on. Same-o, same-o, you know, wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. What a horrible life. Amen? No, the best place we can be is to live with purpose. We've got to understand, wait a minute, I am created for a purpose. I am called and positioned for a purpose. And the day I start living on that track is the day, the best day of my life. My natural gifts, my abilities, 
my passions all align towards my purpose. You say, well, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, it's very much linked to who you are. Your abilities, your strength. Why would God give you a purpose that you have no absolute possibility of achieving? Doesn't make sense, does it? You say, well, this is my passion. These are my giftings. These are the things I'm good at, all aligned to the purpose that God has for your life. He wants you to be successful. So number three, we can understand true prosperity. Verse 17 for the last time. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. The dictionary tells us that prosperity means to be successful and thrive. That's God's plan for your life. That's God's plan for your life. To be successful and thrive. That's a good plan. Amen? That's a good plan. Get excited. plan that God has for his children. Every father wants their kids to succeed, amen? Every father wants their kids to flourish, to thrive, to be successful. God's no exception. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And all of the promises of God are fully aligned with what the will of the Lord is. So when we understand our purpose, we begin to align ourselves with the will of God, then whatever we do will prosper. It'll be successful. But we make a mistake when we want God to prosper us according to our will and not his will. Amen? How many prayers we pray? God, bless me, bless me, bless me. God's thinking, why? Why bless you? Good question, isn't it? God, I want to be blessed. I want to be successful. I want to thrive. Why? Why do you want that? Oh, so my, my life will be good. Or No, he's got a totally different plan. Why does he want you successful? Why does he want you to thrive so you will be a light that will shine? That that darkness will be broken and you'll have a greater understanding and a greater, greater measure of grace for those in your world that you know they're just reflecting the shadow. They're just reflecting the brokenness. I tell you, this, this, this has really helped me. I, I grew up in, with generations of dysfunction. You know my story. My mum was an alcoholic. My dad was an alcoholic. And I remember as a kid growing up, and I used to think, you know, why do you, why do you drink? Why do you destroy yourself like that? My mum sat on a couch for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so that I remember as a kid. Never left that couch except to 
got to the bathroom, lived on that couch. We made our own meals, we, you know, bread and sugar. That was a very popular, stable diet for us. And I used to grow up with resentment thinking, why, why did you do that? Until I understood that they're just reflecting the brokenness. They were broken people that never had the opportunity to fix the brokenness. They didn't know how. And why is that? Because their parents were broken. My sister found an article just recently when my mum was 11 years of age. Her and her mum were in court over on at Redcliffe somewhere for stealing clothes. So you've got to think, this brokenness has just gone from generation to generation until we put a stake in the ground and said yes to Jesus and said, God, we're not better than anybody else, but we want to fix this brokenness that's destroying the generations. And from our generation on, the light has begun to shine. Not perfect, not better than anybody else, just not as broken anymore. Amen? We have that opportunity to have understand true prosperity. The commentators, the Bible commentators tell us that the will of the Lord is not known by mere contemplation or reflection, as it is not attained merely by rational powers of man's intellect. Rather, it is learned in action for Christ. It is learned in action for Christ. I don't know what the Lord's will is. Start to serve him. Start to serve him. Start to break out of this little shell that I live in, this little world that I live in, and start to make a difference in the, in the, the wider world around me. And you'll start to understand what the will of the Lord is. See, it's, it's much easier to guide a moving vehicle than it is a stationary one. Ever sat in a parked car and turned the steering wheel? Pretty hard. You get that car moving, steer it with one, one finger. Don't recommend that, but... You with me? So I want to know what God's will is for my life. Start to serve. And as soon as you start to serve, this door opens and that door opens and that door opens and there's a path and there's a purpose and there's a plan. And Jesus comes in and we deal with the brokenness, the things that hold us back, the things that restrict us and limit us. And we start to live with this, this light shining, and our life begins to be successful and we begin to thrive. And that's God's plan for each and every one. That's God's plan. Amen? It's a good plan. You want to be a part of that plan? Will you be courageous enough, bold enough to go, God, what is that brokenness within me? See, it starts in here, not out there. It's like if only I had this different situation, if only that person wasn't in my world, if only I never had that family. Or what? No, 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 no. It starts in here. 
God, let's work together. Why do, why do I get angry when, they, when people say those things? Or, 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 or why do I, you know, can't wait to gossip about someone else's, you know, damage or brokenness? What is it in me that causes this light to be dimmed, to be shadowed? Let's fix it. Let's fix it. Let's together fix it. Shine a light within me so I can see. You know, why, 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 do, why do people have, you know, go from bad relationship to bad relationship to bad relationship? It's not bad luck, folks. There's something broken. And if we fix it, amen, we can begin to be whole, begin to shine, begin to live with his purpose. And make a difference for the generations that follow. That's a good message. Not perfection. We'll never be perfect. But, you know, we can bring the light everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. With a greater understanding and grace. Not to, not to react to what people do, but to understand. Ah, they're just reflecting through their brokenness. They're just reflecting through their brokenness. I'm not going to take offence to that. I'm not going to take that personal. I get it. I'm a bit broken too. But I've got an opportunity to deal with it, to shine through it. It's our opportunity to shine, to be that, that light on a stand, that light on a stand, that city on a hill that cannot be hidden. It's a good day, folks. It's a good day if we catch the revelation of this and bring the change required. Amen? Come on, let's pray. Father, today as we stand here in your presence, as we, we open up our heart, as we're honest before you, Lord, we don't have it all together, but we want to shine because that's your plan for our life. Lord, come in and... and Help us fix that brokenness. Help us to let our lives be something that shines with a message, a truth, an understanding that because of what you've done, we don't have to live with that brokenness anymore. We can be whole. We can be free. We can be strong. We can be a light. A light that cannot be hidden. It's our destiny. It's our calling in Christ. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a great big hand this morning. Thank you, Pastor Taylor. Why don't we thank Pastor Byron?